Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back to the Saturday Night Freak Show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Colin. I'm surrounded by a bunch of internet radio superstars, including... This is Brent. This is Tom. It's Travis. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 I see what you're doing. Oh, very good. Very good. Very good. This week, Travis exposed us to the horrors of... Yorosakadoji! The legend of the overfeed. Yorosakadoji, the legend of the overfeed. <laughs> you were probably close to the first time. Probably. Uh, it sounds Japanese better like... Yeah. Every time you talk in Japanese, you got to sound angry. Just, just <laughs> dramatic, <laughs> like like you're angry at your daughter for dating uh, like somebody you that disapprove you. of. That's what... <laughs> like like uh, in Karate yeah, Kid right, 2. There ain't the gaiju. Is that the white guy and the, the foreigner? In Japan, Gaiju? I have no Gaijin, idea. Gaijin? 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 I don't know. Anyway, so Yurisugadoji is notorious for its violence, for its sexual uh, debauchery. Uh, I remember... If if you were around wait, watching, and it's, uh, a, it's an anime. It's a cartoon. It's a, this is Japanese anime. I would say it's more hentai. It's still... Well, that's a genre of anime. Hentai... Or whatever you said. No, that's... There's uh, lots of different... Okay, so anime is basically... It's a Japanese cartoon. Japanese cartoon is anime. Hentai is a Japanese cartoon that features tentacle... No, 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 no. no, no. (laughs) Hentai is is just erotic erotic. anime. Okay. Where then you can go... You can go on from there to say... Edgy is hentai that specifically features... Uh, usually demons or monsters. Monsters with tentacles. With tentacles. You, a lot of tentacle porn. A lot of tentacle. Lot, lots of raping. Using and I know name. right now, before you turn this up, you're like, why would these guys be watching? It's because... <laughs> if because we are Travis this, made us watch. If this is the Saturday Night Freak Show, we are watching the freakiest movie that was released in America in 1989 or whatever it was. 80, you know, whatever. So uh, this, it was originally released in uh, three parts on VHS that were brought to America by Penthouse. Uh, they were only uh, they only had Japanese dialogue with English subtitles. And then later, uh, one, actually in Japan, once laws got stricter on their uh, censorship, then they decided to edit it down into a movie, which actually a lot of of their cartoons get edited down wait, into movies. So you, wait, wait, wait. So you're saying, okay, so I remember VHS tapes. There was Legend of the Overfiend, then there was Legend of the Overfiend 2, and Legend of the Overfiend... It, it was like, it was like Legend of the Overfiend, like Birth of the Overfiend. Yeah, I forget yeah, yeah. the name of all three But those, of you're saying, those were edited... In those the, were, because those were more grand, those had more scenes. More typical of, uh, Yeah, they, the, yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought, I thought, see, I thought... So they took those me three... I thought they took like a TV series, cut it down into like Legend of the Overfiend, then cut down like the second season into Legend of the Overfiend two. That's not the case. No, because they were all like I said, like an OAV is an original animated video in Japan. They would they'll just like release one. You know, it's almost like a standalone. But they'll they'll do even OAVs can still be part of a series. So OAV was a three part. Or Yurusaka Doji Legend of the Other Fiend was the first part of a three part series. And then after that, 
they did, they actually did do what is called Yurisuka Doji 2, but is also referred to as Yurisuka Doji 4 and 5 were, you know, additional parts. But that was after a, uh, he, like I said, there was a big, um, deal with their censorship and like a majority of, of two and three, or like I said, what is known as four and five, or whatever, two and three or four. And five. I'm fucking lost, dude. <laughs> well, because there's the original videos. There was four, then five. There's the original but videos, which is one, two, one. and three. This movie that we fucking watched <laughs> okay. consists of one, two, and three okay, of the original. Of the original. OAVs. Okay. And then there is your Sukadoji two and three, which if you want to go back to OAVs. the original, it's actually your Sukadoji four and five. Okay. You yeah. know, but. For for American market, it's your Sukadoji two and three. So when Penthouse, those are heavily, but those two, two and three are heavily censored, okay. like heavily censored, even like, before they came here. Yeah, even before, like I can't find an uncensored version of your. I don't think one exists. I think when they came out, they already had censors because that's something in like. If you know anything is, about is Japanese it, what, debauchery, wait, is, is they'll watch blur? it is, is, with is the censor bubbles. Yeah, it's blurred. Yeah, mo- mo- most actually, I mean, like uh, most hentai is blurred. I mean, but you, that's because they were from that time. But their actual their porn is blurred too. How do I know? A lot this? of it I'm is. Not right. I'm not telling but, you. Uh, <laughs> but, but, like, what, what I mean, I'm a man of the world. What, 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 what a lot of what a lot of things do is, you, if you find uncensored versions, the uncensored versions are because. Someone went in and unblurred the blurred. Interesting. Yeah. How do you do that? Let's uh, reverse it. Okay, so so this the is penthouse <laughs> versions. Were they they released the movies? No, they released or they the, edited the the OAV series. Oh, they they released the original volume. Oh, okay, and then later, uh, um, like a few companies have released this movie. The this latest version we watched on Blu-rays from Kitty. <laughs> Kitty video, which, which is, is appropriate. A, that, that is a definitely a hentai. Yeah, yeah. well, definitely sounds like it. All right, so, so well, I'm curious what the you know, it's like the the Japanese. I want to say maybe not the only. Help me out. Is it? Are they the only uh, culture that has done like? M- uh, let's see. No, I was say por- every like pornographic cult- cartoons, no. but like that achieved a status like theirs did because like I know I've probably seen like the- just because well I like I was saying at the beginning of my setup here that like if you were alive in the 90s watching late at night TV you saw like warning these videos are not for children and, you know do you want to see the wildest Japanese uh, yeah. like blah 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 uh, yeah it was, <laughs> it was like it was films like Yurisuka Doji Wicked City uh, you La know, Blue Girl La Blue Girl Devil Man these were like like the movies that like to me these are the Japanese anime that like caught my attention because it was always about like ultra gore and violence it was always about like not necessarily you know this is a like a rarity how extreme uh, I, mean, I, mean, I think a the, lot of your is but. I mean like um, you know par- partly because of the, the gore I remember not necessarily watching like La Bougara, but I remember watching like Ninja Scroll or Devil Man or you know like Demon City or, or something like that, and then you know eventually kind of 
you know, like a record of the Wilderness Wars and stuff like that. And so let me ask you a question. Okay, so you're going to have to school me here. But, I mean, you know, the and this is maybe a sidebar. Hopefully we have time to go into this just briefly. But uh, as far as, like, the history of why Jap- Japanese animated stuff became, like, such a, uh, you know, I mean, that became, like, their, one of their major cultural exports in like the 90s i want to say it seemed like every college kid in the 90s was into fucking jap not fucking japanese anime but they were into japanese but that's just american culture because i mean this goes back to like gigantor and astro boy we've always speed racer is that exactly speed racer we've always been in the business of trading cartoon you know we need children's programming we need uh, then just the idea that you know, I mean, uh, Japanese people always did animation just because they've never had the budget of live action. You know, look at their Godzilla movies. Look at, you know, they've always done animation, even comic books. You know, they've always done the manga thing just because, you know, there's no budget involved. You draw it but up. Even you there, if, uh, I do know a little bit because in college I actually wrote term papers on this exact Well, subject. school list. Then it, well, okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, okay, so, like, in the in the, in the the 80s, it was, like, Astro Boy, then it was Speed Racer and, like, Voltron and stuff like that. Uh-huh. The 90s, the, the resurgence came with, um, specifically, like, you started to get, like, a, um, Pokemon kind of brought it. What I even say? Pokemon th- brought it way to the See, forefront. I think Power Rangers, even though, Power Rangers is what brought it back, right? Because Power Rangers, hey, we could take a, I mean, the, this, the, the, the marketing idea is, man, we could just take this fucking show, we could cut it off. I mean, most of shows like Voltron, all those shows are actually two or three shows that they cut together to make the American show. Mm. You know? So, Power Robotech Rangers is like... Was yeah, well, yeah, Robotech's actually called my Cross oh, or whatever right, fuck yeah. or right. something like that. Yeah, it was yeah, you know, or like I said, a few series. It's like a, it consists of like just a few edits here and there. Even if it's just like like Voltron was was Beast King Go Lion and something Galaxy like something, which was basically all the boardroom meetings of the of the Starfleet or whatever. You know, because in Voltron they were members of some Space Rangers where they weren't in Super King Go Lion. Anyway. <laughs> do these? Do they? Do they draw like most things? And maybe even this. I got to help me again. Do they? Do they come from like uh, the manga, the Japanese comic books, or some? Yeah. Them, yeah. Well, yeah. I'd, I'd but even that's like all of them. that's an odd uh, uh, cultural thing. At least I consider it an odd cultural thing. Maybe it's it's normal over there. Obviously, that like over there. Everyone seems to read comic books. Yeah, you know, like uh, <clears throat> novel-bound comic books. Like I see, you know, a video of like guys on subway. You know, it seems like it's just a normal deal. We're over here, you know. You don't re- necessarily see a bunch of people, you know, like hanging out everywhere reading comic books. I mean, it's not like as infiltrated into the mainstream as it is over there. So there's like an acceptance of illustrated uh, storytelling or medium or whatever and then like so then their anime obviously you know because here we've got Walt Disney you know whatever the hell we had uh, before Pixar you know where it just seems like it's more animation equals uh, something for children here Saturday morning cartoons we're over in Japan 
clearly, you know, with you know, Legend of the Overfiend being an example, they've gone beyond. Like, there's well, because it's every genre. Markets. There's every genre. They yeah. don't limit com like we limit comic books to like funny things like Popeye and stuff and superheroes. That's comic books to America. Over there, comic books is like. Sports dramas, like lawyer dramas, corporate dramas, romantic comedies, comedies, you know, yeah, kids stuff, uh, you know, the porno stuff, uh, you know, I mean, monster stuff, superhero stuff. I mean, they just have a genre for everything in comic books mm-hmm. just because that's who they are as a culture. I mean, it's easier to do that than make a show, I guess. But I think I think in the '90s the reason it was popular here is because I think in the '80s was the first time you had kids kids fell in love with like GI Joe and Transformers, which was basically Japanese animated. That's really when you know American animation ended, and we start shipping all our animation overseas again. You know, and like doing deals yeah. with them. So the end of Fat Albert and what well, yeah, like filmation. Was, well Gigantor was Japanese, yeah, but Astro like Boy. Gem but then like stuff like yeah, like well Gem, that was set yeah. overseas. Yeah. But stuff like Filmation that did He Man was like one of the last, if not the last uh American animator anim like whatever animating company doing stuff for television. So they were shipping everything overseas. And I think that just the the idea that Transformers and G.I. Joe kind of lived beyond, like, kids grew up with that, you know, they didn't get over it. So they Uh, knew, like, oh man, there's probably a big market for, you know, the the adult stuff. I mean, I fell into it when I was, like, shit, well, I was actually 11 when I first fell into, like, that cartoon, like, Cust, you know, like, I fell in love. The dawn of, um, the dawn of, like, Cartoon Network really brought, like, a really brought a lot of animes to the forefront because like yeah, a lot of your swim popular, or whatever adult the- swim and then they had tsunami in, in the afternoons but like those things like if you ask like most people what the popular animes are usually it's whatever's on adult swim yeah because it's, it's like, like back in the day it was so hard you know, they'd come out with like a VHS tape that was like forty-five minutes long, and it would cost forty dollars. Like if you know, if you wanted to get into anime, you had to really want to see some like cartoon <laughs> gore and cartoon boobs to like spend that money. Was like which media I did. play, and they were like fucking forty-five dollars. There's no place to rent them. Yeah, so like, it was when Cartoon Network came out that people actually were able to see anime on a mainstream basis, and that's when. It really started, and they 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 have a variety of stuff like Gundam Wing, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, uh, Full Metal well, Alchemist. I'm, I'm curious, know. just really quickly, as an interjection here, it's like Americans were doing like adult uh, adult oriented cartoons From with the 70s, uh, yeah, it was Ralph Bakshi. Ralph Bakshi did uh, Fritz the Cat was like an X rated, like it got an X rating. Yeah. It was a cartoon for the language yeah, and situations. Heavy traffic. There was all heavy Ralph traffic. Yeah, all right. Well, there, yeah, yeah. yeah, heavy metal. Fritz the Cat. Wizards. Sword and sorcery. I'm trying to think of that. What was that duck? Uh, one? Fire and ice. What yeah. was the dirty duck ice. one? Damn it. I don't know. Dirty duck. Well, yeah, there's like a dirty duck one. I think it might be Bird called Dirty Duck. duck. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it might be called Dirty Maybe. Duck. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Dirty Duck. <laughs> but before Adult Swim, we also had Liquid Television on MTV, and I think that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That For sure. Yeah. yeah. That was before Adult and Swim? USA had, oh, yeah. USA had Duck Man. Is that what you're For sure. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, that really stuff was that stuff was stuff. before, but that was still adult oriented. Yeah. You know? But like, the, luckily, I was able to find your Sukadoji when I was just getting into my horror age and like really researching this stuff. Uh, I remember seeing. Well, I remember seeing the movie The Giver, and then when I started renting out a blockbuster, I saw there was a cartoon of the Giver, and I'm like, oh my god, is this, like, that same, like, weird, like, alien robot suit guy from the... Weird, there's a cartoon? That's when I heard a cartoon say things like shit and damn, and, like, break something's arms and have blood spew out. I mean, I remember, like, what what they used to call Japanese anime ultra gore and violence. It's ultra gore. Mm. And they used to, like, I mean, they that's how they advertised the stuff in the 90s. Is that they're, like, the best in ultra gore and violence, oh, yeah. you know. I mean, it was about. I will say, like Japanese anime, when it comes to like gore and violence, like I, I don't care how much horror movies have, like anime, how it does it. I mean, because when they, because they like rip things apart. And oh yeah, they like to go for it. They like the full gore with the. I mean, that was almost like you go from, like, Italian horror movies to Japanese anime, and you're, like, right at home with, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> close up on that. And then if you watch stuff like, uh, we watched uh, Shogun Assassin, and how they make, like, an art of the blood spray. I mean, that comes from the idea that all these things are comic books, usually. Oh, Lone, Lone Wolf yeah, and Cubs, I was Shogun yeah. So, that's where you get their, I mean, their cinema comes from their storyboarding, because they, they draw these epic just something as simple as a blood spray has yeah. got to like have its you know beauty in the frame you know it's got to be part of the frame it's not just there to and it is there to it's really it's a technical feat like to animate these scenes because I mean in this movie we see you know we see people being ripped apart and just like to go from like uh, the character model of an actual human to being ripped apart through a, a penis or whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> and the blood spray, I mean, everything, it's all, at this point, it's all hand animated, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, I'm going to just quickly say, so, like, I am personally not a fan of, like, the 80s anime. Like, what we had. Which is where all the like, good stuff comes from. I'm <laughs> more of a fan of, like, the, the 90s and early 2000s anime. What changed? Give me an example of a recent one. I uh, probably haven't seen it, though. That's the only yeah. problem. I mean, like... Okay. I actually want to say what changed is I think they lost money for their anime. Like, okay, because if you watch stuff like the Ranma One Half TV sh- series, but then you watch, it's called Rumik Theater, which are short stories based off of Rumiko Takahashi, uh, who's the, also the author of Ranma One Half. You can just see how in the 90s, to me, they started cheaping out on their animation a little bit more. But then, like, I think, but then in the later 90s, you start getting stuff like Gundam Wing and, like, Neon Genesis Evangelion, like, see, man, I, and they started to like, get like more those, money in there. Those style of, I mean, it, it's it's art, I mean, it's just, it's artists. Everybody so, well, let me ask you this. I mean, artists. you know, what I usually think of when I think of cheap animation, I think it's something that's done at, like, you know, film runs at 24 frames a second. It's cheap animation runs at, like, 15. They use, you know, like, a still frame of some guy, they animate his mouth, but, like, the guy hasn't changed position, and maybe there's, like, some kind of moving background that's like basically they, paint daubs or something there's an undefined I think they do that background. no matter no matter how because that? that's just the tricks of the trick yeah but I that's mean, just how you convey movement at a cost 
Yeah. And no matter what, no yeah. matter how That's cheap your, or no I, matter how expensive, yeah. you're going to use some of that. Because if you look at something like Snow White, you know, like Snow White's like a fully animated, like 24 frames per second, like, you know, and all the backgrounds are really detailed. And then you go from there to like, you know, I, I keep coming back to like Akira well, as like a pinnacle of that era of Japanese animation where that's like, you know, fully animated, high rendered, lots of detail in the backgrounds. And then I see stuff, you know, from, uh, I'm trying to think now, like but even, speed even, rate, even speed Wal- cheap. Remember speed rating? Well, yeah, because that was for TV. Yeah. Akira's theatrical release. Well, I'm thinking like, I don't know, fucking Don Bluth shit, like Land Before Time and American Tale and stuff like that that we I mean, hear, but there, like, there's the big the difference. The big difference is theatrical release versus TV. That's the big difference here. Because it's like, when it comes to like, I mean, I think the original animated videos, you'll have a little high-end, you know, because all you're doing is doing like a 45 minute special, really. But then when you're dealing with like Speed Racer back in the day, or even like from the 90s when you're dealing with like a Neon Genesis Evangelion, those are like pretty much 26 episodes and out. Like they're never going to do anything. They might do some movies or something afterwards. But it's pretty much 26 episodes and out. So they know their budget based on, like, here's our package, you know. they're mm. And like I said, the, all these stories are worked out in comics. Like, there's almost, I mean, it's hard to say just, I mean, because I'm not, like, so totally submerged in their culture. But it seems like almost everything they animate has been done in the comics and they Even usually like go the right to the adaptation Miyazaki stuff like the yeah Hayao Miyazaki he did all he, that's been he did not because by him yeah. by him they were his comics and then he so the did the with, animation uh, what's it Otomo what's his the Akira uh, Steamboy I'm sure Apple's yeah guy. he did the comics that made yeah. the movie I mean those guys they're, those guys do adaptation pretty much the way you're supposed to I mean they just Take what you saw in the books and fucking animate it. You know, like as much as I love comic books, I will always choose a Japanese anime just because I know I'm basically going to get the same product. You know, it's going to be a pretty much faithful adaptation. You know, they might change a little here and there based off of whatever. You know, like Mm -hmm. if you read the comics, I'm sure you'll get like an issue or two that has some special store. You know, just like any book, right? Yeah. Any book, you read the book, you're going to get additional material. You know, so tonight we watched this movie called Yurasuku Doji. Yurasuku Doji. I don't know how. I've never heard it pronounced by anybody in the field. It's probably, I mean, like, to to come right out and say it, I mean, this is probably the freakiest movie that we probably showed on Saturday Night Freakshow. See, now, I mean, we've talked about this film a lot leading up to it. I mean, you were talking, Travis has been talking about showing this for, since we started the freak show, I think. It's the freakiest. But. I knew it was going to be the freakiest. But I had planned on showing the unedited version, which would have even been more freakier. (laughs) Yeah, because am I the only one that felt it was a little bit tame? I mean, I guess. No, I did too. It was. Because I guess I, what what shocked me about it. I thought, well, because, you know, when you throw around the term Japanese or like tentacle porn or whatever the fuck, you know, they were saying. It's like it, you know, early on there's a scene in this where a girl gets raped by a teacher. It turns out to be like a demon with like 13 dicks. 
You're with me on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so and funny. the demon, I think, is going to go down on her at some point. But as the camera pulls, uh, you know, pans over her body, she's got her leg up. Right. You know, so like the leg is obstructing the view of what's actually happening. And I'm like, huh, I thought this was kind of going to be like more go for broke. And from that point on, it's like every sexual encounter is kind of played relatively modestly. I was like, yeah, huh, you're always like, if somebody's going down on somebody, you're, you're, you're the camera's far away and from behind the head. So you see some motion, but, you know, all the sex is like, you don't actually see. It's a soft There's no core. penetration. Yeah, it is like a soft core yeah. uh, porn film. Except for the tentacle dicks. But you don't That's actually right. see them in action. You just see them yeah. writhing around like, you know, oh, shooting, shooting some sort of... And yeah, yeah, I suppose that they, there are yeah. cum shots. <laughs> like glowing... Sparkly cum shots. Firmage <laughs> yeah. or some kind of... And then later on, laser. fire hose amounts of... Uh, I only turn into laser beams for a while, dude. Yeah, because I want to, like, correct... Like, I would say... I, like, I do not think this is a porno movie. No. No, no this really is an erotic anime. <laughs> it wasn't very erotic, though. But I'm curious... Well, because you didn't want to watch, you were so. Every, I see everybody was so nervous about the unedited. No one wanted to watch it. Everybody well, was so like, I don't know if we can. I appreciated the fact that I mean, it, it felt was like three hours long. Well, no, the fact that uh, it was story driven and not sex driven. Yeah, it that's was story I was, driven. I was concerned about that, you know, like because most pornos that you watch, if you watch them, are sex driven, and the story gets in the way once in a while right but (laughs) this movie is like you can watch it and stay with the content of the story and because it's not it's not really a porno if if you can can follow follow. yeah but i wouldn't consider this uh porno film in like in really any (laughs) regards because a porno film has different expectations that this does not meet it doesn't you know that you know, it's not. Well, if you were a twelve-year-old boy, it might meet those expectations. It might. Yeah, yeah. but it, it might. It might. It might. It might. Twelve years old. You're twelve years old, and you were like, "I've never seen." Right, like, I'm going to throw this out just for just to have it on record somewhere. It's like to me, to in order to be pornographic, it has to be like something that is not uh, not uh, artificially recreated for the screen like what? anytime anytime you do Every like porno is recreated for the screen what no but it's about? actual it's human beings actually fucking uh, right so that's that they're not faking that mean but if you that. fake it so you then mean, that's then it becomes like something different then it so becomes you just like any drawing can't be pornography right yeah that doesn't make any sense yeah because yeah, yeah, a drawing is a symbol is a symbol yeah. conveys a message to your brain yeah. whether you get you know whether you get off on but that isn't or it not. Still, it's it's your an own artist's thing. representation of a, of well, something but, from life. But that's all. I it's mean, not when, you're, when you're reading a book, thing. all you're doing is looking at words that represent something. Then you're building something in your mind. I think the same thing goes for animation. Like when a comic book. I'm a, I'm a comic fan for years. To me, the power in a comic book is you're looking at the panels, but in your own mind, you're animating it like a movie. Mm-hmm. That goes to say. I think it just goes the same way for cartoons. I think when you're watching a cartoon, you know, you 
even if you're like shit going back to like a Transformers or whatever, you're looking at the information and you're building. Yeah, but it, isn't that the difference between like that's the difference well, between art artistry and pornography? Because art uh, pornography doesn't require you to do any kind of uh, mental well, but engagement that, at but all. That's, you know, if you go back in the day, go look at the seventies and stuff. They were a little bit more. You know, I don't want to say artistic. They were. <laughs> they thought they were. But they were. But they were a little. You know, they understood like the seduction of storytelling, and not yeah. necessarily nowadays, where it's just like the four hours of fucking just you know compilation, yeah. just scene after scene after scene. Back in the day, they understood where well storytelling is yeah. is also a part Gets of seduction and, and there's like whatever. I don't know why Japanese people are so hell bent on having their women like in bondage. Like. That's also kind of weird, right? That is weird. It's the uh, thing. I don't know their obsession with rape. It's just weird. It's I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's I don't their, know what the obsession is with rape. I don't know what it is. I mean, not that Americans don't have it right. I mean, Americans, we've got our own obsession with rape. If you look at the American movies of the 70s, like, because I've watched exactly. a bunch of them, you get the impression that, like, rape is on everyone's mind at all fucking times. It's amazing. Going and back why, and looking. I mean, I'm not talking about, like, maybe necessarily the mainstream movies, but it creeps in there. But if you go looking at the non-mainstream movies from the 70s, it's like, holy shit. Like, well, we do have the <laughs> Lifetime channel, which, I mean, I defy you to turn that on and not see a girl getting raped or beaten. On yeah, that. they I say mean, it's for a message. Right. It's for exploitation. Constant. Exploitation yeah. of mothers' <laughs> mother's emotions. <laughs> they raped this poor girl. But that's why it's like, yeah, I wouldn't call this porno. It was just at a time where the whole idea of making that type of movie was like, man, we're going to push the limits. We're going to yeah, be... get that. We're going to have, you know, crazy gore, crazy yeah. sex, crazy everything. We're just going to be it's, super explicit. You know what it kind of reminds me of is heavy metal, as, as far as the... Yeah. If the, heavy metal was from the Tamer 1981, this is 1989... In the extrapolation, sure. Yeah, because yeah. I remember the fucking the taxi scene and the taxi story and heavy metal. You know, right. I gave it. You know, you know, I gave her the stars and stripes. Yeah, I gave it brought the stars and stripes forever. forever. <laughs> Isn't the last half of that just like a girl walking around topless or? Yeah. I mean, she's well. No, so, but no, you remember. It, goes, but you, but you remember. No, it she that goes way, to the right? pool. She goes yeah. to the pool and she takes off her clothes and swims yeah. to the big statue to get like her like ancestral armor on and puts yeah, it on. Oh, but see, but yeah, I mean, but I, but I but, see yeah. his point. It's like in your mind when you remember it. Like heavy metal is like. You know, just about seeing naked, drawn, you know, girls. Because it kind of is, is, right? I mean, it is a, it is like a, you know, it's a cheap thrill. It's a, it's an adult thrill, right? It's yeah. an adult thrill. Did For some see? reason, I see a, a topless girl on a dragon. Right, yeah. And I don't know if that ever even happened in the movie. No, she should have been topless. No, she's topless at some point. I think no, it's a dragon not, not on the dragon. From the after oh, she maybe, when, maybe maybe after when she rescues her maybe, maybe. I don't know I gotta go back and watch it <laughs> yeah so there's a history of erotic illustration and oh, the yeah, Japanese then do like rapey erotic bloody gory uh, illustration in their film 
Yurat Sakadoji, the legend of the Overfiend. But this movie's fucking whack, All right, man. so here's an experiment. Wait, 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 I want to see something, because I know Travis whack. Travis has seen and analyzed this film. <laughs> yeah. All right? Travis has seen and analyzed this film, so I know he's got a pretty good handle on what's going on. So I'm curious if Brent or Tom can very concisely tell us what this movie is about. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's handing it off. It's about the chosen one, right? What's his so, name? So, Nogo Yakin. It's Nagumo. It's the chosen one. I got you. Japanese names aside. Nagumo. Okay. And Nagumo does not know that he's the chosen one, right? Through a series of demon attacks, he discovers this because he has to save, like... Okay. Well, like the overall theme of this movie, okay, yeah, yeah, is about these two time travelers that are trying to find the the one, the chosen one, and when they no 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 no. you you can refute all of this later. I'm just curious. (laughs) They've lived for thousands of years, and they're they're living until they find the chosen one, right? Okay, so uh, <laughs> can I just do a quick? Let me do it. Can I give a quick synopsis well, of this movie? You're, but you're going to give it, and it's going to be like this is what you, it actually is. This is I'm curious. It, what, I should give yeah, it. What we got out of this? Movie. Yeah, but I'm afraid. But I'm afraid everybody's they're they're they're. I guess that's my. I guess their own head. I guess that's because this is my an point. epic story. This is an epic story. <laughs> but I think no doubt about it. It's an epic story it with is. a giant penis. I know. That's what's so crazy about this movie. It's so epic. It is so fucking apocalyptic. But I think it's maybe very uh, simple, confusing. It's not. It's so simple. You just gotta know what. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was kind of. You know what? Okay, Travis is actually right. I was. I was really hoping that it was gonna be more of a love story between the two. I mean, it's the best love story ever. It's there. It's there until the end. And then, like, she's the daughter of. Oh, it's there right at the second. Wait, what? Okay, hold on. Let me... Okay, so this movie, for everybody else going to explain what the hell this is. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> I need a beer. Just, yeah, a, just a, you know, when you're talking about a movie, this is how you explain the synopsis. <laughs> okay, there's three worlds. There's the demon world, the human world, and the half-man, half-beast world. Oh, yeah. Now, in the half-man, half-beast world, there's legend of a demon above all other demons called the Chojin that is going to come one day and literally like yeah (laughs) and destroy the world literally so no no he doesn't no 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 they don't know he's going to destroy the world he's going to unite the three worlds that's all they know their their ancient lore tells them the Chojin will come and unite the three worlds you know because you can only imagine demons don't get along with half man, half beast, half man, half beast. Maybe don't get along with you. I don't know. Just there's these three different dimensions. And so there's a half man, half beast uh, named Amanojaku who has been on Earth. It's supposedly his destiny to find the Chojin. So he's been on Earth for 300 years searching for the Chojin. Now, wait. Was a high school student that whole time? 
Uh, well, they don't know. They're searching around, man. You got to find, you know. Yeah, because when he's no, when he's in once the twenties. Well, once, well, if you've been around for three hundred, you could pretty much start looking in on people when they're fucking babies, right? And then you yeah. can like pop in and be like, "Oh man, this guy's like a superstar athlete. Of course, he's the Chojin, dude. Girls love him, and like <laughs> that's like one of the things about Chojins is girls that's find him irresistible. Right? Yeah. And uh, so, so wait, there's wait, a wait, basketball wait. player. Wait, but did. That actually happened with our the real Chojin. What? Girls found him irresistible. I thought he was the dork. Yeah. Well, when he started changing, I think they. Well, there's only that one girl. Well, when these, he started changing. Uh, as you find out, these demons don't necessarily ask permission, so we'll never necessarily <laughs> find out. <laughs> not okay. even the Chojin. Right. He's not. So 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 yeah, Amanu Jaku is like, oh man, I know that like this basketball player dude. He's like the kick ass dude in school. The chicks love him. This guy's got to be the Chojin. And you got Nagumo, who is a dork, who is like peeping in on uh, all the girls, and he's got his love interest, Akemi, and you know he loves her, right? Which I want to talk about because he's <laughs> okay. He's in the locker room, like hiding in the. Uh, I don't know, gym closet or some some sort of like janitorial closet or something like that. The Porky scene. Yeah, the Porky scene. But he's like jacking off to all the girls or whatever. And they always catch him. But then like the girls, they got to go out to the basketball thing and do their gymnastics. So they all leave. And he's like hiding in the volleyball uh, thing, waiting for his fucking erection to go away. <laughs> and like. When, okay, the basketball, the, the cool-ass basketball dude notices him, and he's like, man, hey, we got some fucking loser dudes sitting over here. So he throws the basketball at the dude's face, uh, Nagumo's face, and uh, he cuts his face, and here's a cultural, uh, <laughs> like, uh, separation where... It reads as totally gay. I'm it reads as totally gay. It does read yeah. as totally gay. Totally but like gay. I said, we don't know. Like, so Nagumo's face like, has a hey, cut on it. Boner there. Nice boner. No, nice he's boner. Like, what does yeah. he say? He's, well, it. he goes. He says something about how like, oh, you got a little problem in your pants. That's quite a boner. <laughs> then, he, <laughs> then he licks his then he face. Licks his yeah. Well, but don't, but don't worry. He's totally heterosexual because he goes off and fucks. Like I said, we don't know. We don't know Jap. We don't know anything about Japanese honor and shit like that and we don't know if like a dominant male licks your wounds in front of people we don't know anything about just this. to so embarrass you all I'm sure to, that happens all the time that's a cultural thing you gotta but like is that a cultural for, thing or is that just more plot i don't know it, well it might be plot driven because he has well, to. it's definitely plot driven because he has to but i also don't know why that you know why someone would actually do that I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, he licks One the, of the blood that's off That's the first cheek. like incomprehensible thing in the movie. But okay. when, well, incomprehensible. Like I said, I don't know about that. He licks his well, face because he's like out. making fun of him. And he's like trying to prove, and he's like, "See you later, dickhead." So yeah, he's making fun of him. Well, and this is what hurts is a Kemi. Like she hides her laughter for a second, then has to turn her face as she laughs, and you can tell like this dude's like loved her forever, and he's like laughing with everybody until he sees a Kemi laughing at him. That's why he's got to run out. This is like this is a great love story. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a great love story <laughs> all the way up until the end. Then no, I'm... wait. Come on. It's okay. still a good love story. Uh, we'll get there so 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 everybody's like oh basketball dude uh, amino jaku and his sister they're all like half beast half demons they're like this basketball dude's guaranteed the uh the chojin but the sister's like i think it's nagumo the dork and they got a bet going on and we go to the basketball guy and he's like yeah fucking these three chicks and they got like their little uh their little like gray 
uh, buddy, what's his name? Like Kyoto, Kyoto, the little pantsless dude. Yeah, the little pantsless guy. Yeah. Yeah, Sir doesn't wear pants. Because that's how I was identifying. It's because he's him, got like a little like, funny. Sir comes he's got a little. He's got a little sir, funny. Sir, no pants. <laughs> he's got a little funny gray penis thing that you get. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole point he's of him. Little, is he's like he's like a little cherub dude. Yeah, a little cherub with like a little, like a little with, and he wears he wears a shirt and I think he's got it's like a on. it's like a red vest. He just like doesn't a, wear pants because yeah. I mean like well, who, who wants to a, wear pants? If you had a pet monkey, you wouldn't put pants on it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah. He's, so he's like the little alien that would show up on the Jetsons or yeah. Flintstones. Flintstones was it? And here's like the first the f- uh, kazoo. <laughs> kazoo. That's the one. Yeah, That's kazoo. The- oh boy. So like the first like freaky scene is while the basketball dude's like fucking uh, the girls. The first His penis freaky starts scene to, like, is the rape. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess we got to. Yeah. 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 Because okay. Yeah. He he runs out of the gym and. Uh, He's like fucking Osaka, you know. He like embarrassed him in front of everybody, licking his bloody face or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, "What the hell, Akemi?" You know, some teachers escorting Akemi to uh, to her room, and he's trying to like listen in, and and the teachers talking about how uh, how like whatever. I don't know. They got secrets that only women can understand, and he does the magic. She does. Oh, it's a girl teacher. She does the magical. Spreads her arms yeah. and, the, and the clothes like shred off of her. It was awesome. Yeah, everybody yeah. needs clothes that power. explode. I wish I had the power. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. That's like the scariest thing you want a demon to say is, "I'll give you pleasures you'll <laughs> never know." I mean, that's just like scary to me. I mean, I think that that's why I like this cartoon. I think this cartoon does a good job at sinking into like horror territory. Oh yeah, you know, I think it does a good job. Like when demons come around, I mean reality bends and twists and the animators really show you how it does it you know it's also interesting to me that every single character has a second self I mean there's like there's no one in here who's just like I'm this person it's like I'm this person but like if I'm aroused or angry I become like a completely different sometimes I become a different thing and then another thing explodes out of me after that but look at like look at Dragon Ball do you know Dragon Ball? No, I don't know Dragon Ball. <laughs> Dragon Ball starts off with Dragon little Goku with his, like, monkey tail. And then, like, he grows up. And, like, okay, he's little He's little Goku with his monkey tail. On full moons, he turns into, like, his gorilla beast or whatever. In Dragon Ball Z, you find out he also has a Super Saiyan. You know, that's what Japanese people love. It's like, I mean, they made Transformers. Come on. <laughs> something right, yeah, that transforms right. into something else. Yeah. Does Goku ever go, like, Super Super Saiyan? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, the teacher is, like, uh, raping Akemi... And the idea like is 12, that 12, 10 Yeah, pieces. there's like 12 then. There's uh, it's only like twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like rape two, one of the mom, couple around the But like uh, raping women in these hentais, it's not necessarily a sexual thing for the demons. They're like gaining some sort of life off of this, you know? That's the whole metaphor, and, like, is that life comes from sex. All over. Yeah, demons, yes, they spooch all. <laughs> <laughs> You think about the store. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the whole idea behind the uh, more than one of each character, more than oneself, is isn't that based on like this? Uh, this well, demon keeps spreading, right? I, 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 mean, I almost say right now you have yourself as you are now, but right now if I hit you over the head with a bottle. <laughs> 
a little part of you, a little savage part of you that you've never had to really, you know, let out before is going to come out just because you're in a new situation. And that's how I kind of think they're yeah, doing this but, change of things. Well, I mean, like, Nikki, when he licks the blood later, you find out that that's what causes him to be able to turn into the demon. And then he bites off part yeah, of the... Oh, that was yeah, Osaka. Yeah. Osaka, the basketball yeah, player, okay, yeah. licks his face. Maybe safer just calling them like their types. Basketball right. player, sports dude, sports dude. But it's all coming from uh, the main guy. From Nagumo? Nagumo. Well, but they're looking for him. Demons are looking for him. And because the demons think that, okay, just as the half men, half beasts think that the Chojin is going to unite the three worlds, the demons think that the Chojin is going to destroy the I world. I get it. Chojin sounds like Chozen. He's chosen. I don't know. I don't know well, what Chojin means. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what Chojin Because originally Chojin I thought he was saying Trojan, Trojan, because I'm like hearing a movie with a bunch of tentacle dicks, but... Trojan. <laughs> it's like commercial. Cho- Chojin, Chosen. He's the chosen one. Now, what, what, what did He's going to somehow unite all three spheres. Dude turned into like... What is this sports gen? Oh, he turned into that werewolf-looking motherfucker. No, eventually he gets the horn of, uh... No, sweet that's Nikki. Yeah, oh. that's Nikki. That's, that's Nikki, the third yeah. guy. Because there's the basketball guy that just licks Nagumo's face, the main character, the Chojin. Face licker? Yeah, he licks yeah. his face to embarrass him. Take that. And he turned and into, like, werewolf, he, Yeah, because they actually think he's the Chojin. And then fucking, like, and oh, the guy out. fucking zaps him with lightning because he's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna fucking show the year the Chojin and he zaps, zaps all his skin off and, and kills him. Because that's how, yeah, that's how it, when you're Japanese and you're into martial arts and shit like that, that's how you're like, I gotta find out if this guy is the fucking dude I'm looking for and challenge him, you know? You gotta make sure if this guy can't beat me, he's obviously not the guy I'm looking for. Right. Classic Japanese like tactic there. Yeah. yeah. I've always liked that. Yeah. So yeah, so he just like destroys, he just obliterates uh, the basketball player and it's like, well, apparently that's not the Chojin. Well, at the same time, Nagumo, uh, uh, Amino's sister, she knows Nagumo's the Chojin and, and after... It's like Amino saved Akemi from the teacher, but Nagumo was there when she woke up. So she's like, it must have been you who saved me. So they're like out on a date, and she's trying to get over it. Which I like how I like how a lot of Japanese cartoons, whenever a girl, like, in, in our movies, girls get faced with monsters, and they're pretty used to it. They're like, we gotta get away from the threat. Where I like how the girls in Japanese movies, they have to take a second to be like, tell me this isn't true. Tell me this isn't the reality I've just stepped into. You know, that wasn't a monster. You know, I like those. Those are like, to me, those are like heart-wrenching scenes. There's another uh, cartoon called The Giver that does the same thing, where all the characters, they're talking tactics, and the girl's sitting there like, you guys are acting like aliens aren't fucking, like, <laughs> like monsters aren't here. You, how can you guys just go on talking about shit, you know? Yeah. So I like, I like it when a character will reflect on how crazy the situation is, you know? She's not just like, whew, we got away from that threat. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of Duder's sister, every single time they seem to shoot her... Well, come well on. I mean, okay, so this, I mean, this... Her panties. This is a given. Yeah, this is, it's totally, I mean, this movie does, I mean, I suppose if you're doing some kind of quote-unquote erotic, you know, uh, movie, see, I don't know, it's, it's, it it's I, mean, I guess... But you know, it's it's all shot from like very exploitive uh, angles where you know you can always see like almost upskirts 
Always. You know, you can always you see, see some panties. panties and some camel toe. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> all Every time, the time they shoot, the, anytime they shoot any of the female characters, no, it's, it's always just really that a, character. It's her. Yeah. Well, because she's got the short skirt. Okay. It's really Maybe. only her. unless they're naked. Then they unless they're already naked, <laughs> straight up Barbie doll. Yeah, Barbie yeah. doll. Crap. Well, because yeah, in Japanese culture, true, like true, uh, explicit. Um, porno would have pubic hair drawn. Mm. To them, that is what's explicit: is hair. Mm. Like that's why all these cartoons are always Barbie doll shaving. Because yeah. for some reason, to them, that is their way of censoring, like something that's real. I, I, like was once even again, fucked up like Sailor Moons. Like when they would do their transformation, like Sailor Moon, you would consider for for little girls. When they would do their transformation, they're naked. But that's again, that's another like separation of culture, like English and like you know. Oh, you're saying Sailor Moon is like? Uh, well, it's got for nudity. Children? Well, it is Sailor for children. Moon is for children. But it's got but nudity. When they would when they would go with like I would change, you know, when they turn into her Sailor Moon outfit. It does a little, you know, a special like scene where her clothes come but off the, and her new clothes come on. She's naked, but, but she, this is a culture that has like public baths. You know, nudity isn't a big thing with them. And you there's know? there's no like actual anatomy. I mean, you don't see the bits and pieces when they're like at least in Sailor Moon. No, right? you, 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 they, they, you didn't even see nipples. Yeah, it's just mean, like a, literally a bar. Because they also but. had the lesbian relationship in Sailor Moon, which their kids watched. Ours didn't, you know. So, but, so, yeah, so, so, when the sister's like, oh, I know you're the Chojin, she, like, jumps on him, I don't know necessarily why, just to, uh, I don't know, she makes oh, Akemi no, she, mad. No, she, she, she's like, she I want to see that big Chojin yeah, dick. <laughs> she, she thinks if she's the Chojin, he's going to have a super dick. So he, like, well, that's actually true. Zip his dick. To pull out the dick and, and get, you know, see how, if he's got the Chojin Yeah, he's got to have the Chojin Wait, junk. is this the point where he spooges all over her face? No. He freaks out. You didn't even watch this movie. No, 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 I did. He freaks out, runs, and gets himself he gets hit by a bus. Kids get hit by the bus. Right. And that's when the Chojin actually takes over. That's when, like... He turns into a monster. He turns into a monster and, like, makes this nurse, like, oh, go apparently. down Which on him. Which he kind of looks like a big, giant, winged devil thing. It does. Yeah. Maybe from, like, the Disney Night on Bald Mountain. Yeah. A little bit like that. For sure. Yeah. For I sure. thought it was Cthulhu for a minute. That's I'm like, probably, like... tentacles. He's bursting out of the top of the I bet that's uh, the inspiration hospital. is Night on Bald Mountain. Maybe. I think so because you always find out how they're all these Japanese people inspirations always shit from Disney yeah. or Ray Harryhausen, you know. So would it surprise our audience to learn that the Cho Jin is not actually a good guy, but it turns out that he's a demon that's going to destroy the world. <clears throat> I know that was a surprise yeah, he, even this, to this our characters when he turns into this fucking demon. He he. He comes out. He's in, in the hospital, and he he grabs the nurse who's right there, rips her clothes out, starts fucking her, fucks her so bad that she fucking explodes. She wasn't the one, <laughs> and she like straight up explodes, and then like <laughs> little little wormy things start growing, and then, and then from there he like 
blows the top out of the the. the, the oh, hospital. you would too if the girl you were fucking <laughs> and exploded. Then, like, fucking like ten dicks start going through the entire. Don't forget hospital. that everybody in the hospital is getting like sucked into these penises. <laughs> yeah, there, it is like into the penis. <laughs> it is. It's just <laughs> fucked up, man. That it is, is like up. like that scene was like. That scene was probably the strongest Fuck, imagery. You can't like fucking unsee this shit. Is it weird that that was my favorite part when the people were like melding into the penis? <laughs> That's into crazy, the right? It's yeah. scary. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh my god, that is Cthulhu to me. So they show the, <laughs> yeah, they show these hospital the rooms where they're just like people are hanging out, you know. Well, like, it shows yeah. like later on in the movie you can see how. You're, I guess you're supposed to assume, almost just like Freddy Krueger, you're supposed to see the face of all these souls yeah. all over yeah. the Chojin when he grows. Because everything in Japan has to grow gigantic. If you're yeah. like oh, 80... Yeah. And then it destroys power, Tokyo at some you fucking gotta point. It. Well, yeah. come on. Tokyo gets destroyed in this movie in an apocalyptic sensation where apocalyptic. there's demons flying... Because all the three worlds come together eventually. Wait, I thought that was Osaku or something... I thought it was different. No, that city. was the that was the the Overfiend or whatever. No, that saying. was Tokyo or I thought it was a yeah, different yeah, city. Yeah, whatever. Uh, or yeah, Osaku. Osaku. Yeah, some uh, some Japanese city gets yeah. completely destroyed <laughs> through rivers of demon cum and uh, literally, folks. Yeah, literally, literally, <laughs> rivers of demon cum flow through the streets, sucking people up yeah, and absorbing he's, them. He's a giant fucking demon with like. Ten cocks shooting fucking lasers out of the dicks, just blowing buildings up. Fucking hell right yeah. now, at this point, you may be saying to yourself, "Holy shit, dude! Like this well, is totally a this. movie for hey, me." Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's on YouTube. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah, I guess. How I, did I get away with that? I actually checked it out. Like, I'm like, okay, what am I getting into? Dude, there's crazy and I, like, saw, I'm like, oh, the whole movie's on YouTube, and I just saw little bits and pieces. I'm like, the whole thing's there. So like, uh, so Amino is like, you know, floating like, and he's just like, "You were right, sister. You won the bet." You know, and that's when we kind of like, you can only assume we're in the next day, and uh, Akemi sees like, like uh, Nagumo's running back to her. So you can only assume that when he's not in the Chojin form, he doesn't necessarily have recollection. I guess I mean, I guess he was dead. So the and Chojin the form took over. Forgot about the fact that there was. Oh, come on, government cover-up. What are you talking about? <laughs> like the government's going to tell you that a dick demon fucking destroyed. No, you didn't. No, trust me. There was like a gas explosion. Nothing happened here, people. Nothing to see nothing here. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Like you haven't seen a dick demon before. Happened you in the last 3,000 years. You don't even remember seeing a dick demon. So, uh, Wipe it from your memory. <laughs> so then we go to a character named Nikki, who the Makai... The Makai are like the only person that can kill the Chojin is somebody who's like the Chojin will be born of a human, so a human has to be the one to kill the Chojin. But you know, we'll give them some Makai demon. Well, the the demons are Makais. I don't think I mentioned that before. <laughs> don't worry, so, we can't follow that. Anymore. Oh, come it's on. better if we well, just go like in overview. Yeah, just go demon. Well, that's why I was saying Makai. That's why I had to like. Re- I was like, I forgot that because you have Makai demon, and then always, there's the Makai. Makai is a demon. The Jojinkai is the half man, half beast, and the Ninjinkai. Makai is a demon. uh, Jojinkai are the fucking half man, half beast, and the Ninjinkai. Yeah. yeah, good luck right so, now. Yeah. So the demons what did he just say? So the so the demons are gonna like help Nikki like 
And I mean, this is like something I've always thought was like truly terrifying. It's like, all you got to do is cut off your own dick and put this demon dick on you and you'll have power. I mean, that's like, how do I not? Take that offer. I mean, <laughs> you, how are you not going to. I thought you were going to go a completely different way with well, that. Well, but, but he's like, a little, it shows that this Nikki guy is like a complete wimp. All these girls are like, hey, do you want to come like to our little like after school fuck squad? And, but when he gets there, like in the unedited version, you see that like he was too like wimpy to really do anything. So they make him look out. Or if you're watching the movie, they're like, no, you're just going to be the lookout. You know, yeah. so this guy's so wimpy, he gets invited to some sex party, and he has—he's the lookout. You know, he's not even going to take part in anything. So that's why the demons—they kill all the chicks in that room. Like I said, I like how this thing can drop horror on a on a dime. Like some chick will just be talking, then all of a sudden, reality like rips open, and they'll just like die screaming in a few seconds, and then there'll be some demons there. That's like my favorite demon—the guy that has that that weird like. <laughs> and so yeah so they tell him hey you know cut off your penis replace it with this demon penis and you'll be like all awesome and strong I like the fact that those demons like they show up in like trench coats like (laughs) they're trying to disguise themselves but that one guy doesn't have a face he just has like a jaw (laughs) (laughs) that's like one of my favorite like actual pictures of the whole like you want to actually talk about a still framed photo that dude with his hands in his pockets like I don't know that's a really cool looking picture it's like when the ninja turtles go out in trench coats Exactly. That's Nobody exactly will know. Look like. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. Nikki does this, and uh, but first he has to he has to like cut his dick off, replace replace it with the demon dick, and then he has to like wash it in the blood of two or something like that. Yeah. What did that mean? Well, you just got to kill two people. You know, okay. blood sacrifice. You know, everything. Life comes from sex and blood. Sex and blood. Sex so and violence. Yeah, the rape. Sex two, and violence. Well, that's the sex, basically. dude. Rape is sex. Right. <laughs> Whether you want it or not, it still sucks. So, and I, I, when I watch this movie, there's nothing in this movie that says this, but I've always felt it. I always felt like Nikki's parents were possessed on purpose to like kick the shit out of him. That way he would want to kill them just because they were so like abnormally evil to him. Like the father is just like able to pick him up by the shirt with his like big toe and kick him while like swigging a bottle of alcohol. And the woman and his wife is just like, yeah, kick that little shit harder or whatever the fuck. And I don't know. To me, just the look in her eyes. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like they were possessed. That they wouldn't really have kicked the shit out of Nikki, but they were possessed by demons. That way, they would like fuck him up enough, make him feel like he's such a weak, weak little turd that he'd be willing enough to cut off his own dick. Because <laughs> it sure. would take a lot, right? It would take a lot. A whole lot. That's a tough scene to watch. Oh, yeah, that's a tough scene. Especially, I like that animation where the knife goes down, even to the edge of the zipper. Yeah. Weird angles, man. Yeah. Weird fucking angle. It's weird, too, because he doesn't seem to actually have his dick out in that scene. Well, like, he's he got like, like, his he had pants to, like, hiked up or something. Yeah, he, he had to prepare himself for that kind of uh, Well, he just unzipped and took the dick out. He didn't unbutton the top. He yeah. just had his zipper down. It's, yeah. So then, uh, like, uh, uh, Amino and Thanks. Nagumo and Akemi. Cool man. Yeah, well, they take a trip to the. Uh, they take a trip to the half man, half beast world, just to like 
hey, I, you know, Amino wants to introduce the fact that he found the Chojin to the world or to his beast world, but their like old wise master can like somehow see that the Chojin isn't what they were supposed, to, what they thought it was. So he's like, get the evil out of here. So yeah, when they come back to Earth, Nikki, they see Nikki all like buffed up and pumped up, kicking the shit out of a gang. And what's the gang look like? Like every gang in an anime I've seen so far. They've got like <laughs> these black coats and the leader usually has a bigger collar than the others with either like a red trim or like a white trim. For some reason, every mm. like I can whip out like four animes right now where every gang looks like that, where the leader <laughs> looks exactly like that. And I don't know if that's maybe like a senior because it always to me it always looked like the gang dress is the school uniform. They just like roll up the sleeves, but I'm wondering it's like I wonder if that's like maybe, maybe like more of a seniors uniform like a elf, like a yeah, yeah. So, something of an older schoolmate yeah, you know something maybe. like that uh, yeah I have no idea yeah this is all guesstimate we'll never know the answer unless we unless you're a Japanese something. and you want to talk to us yeah. on facebook.com slash Saturday mm-hmm. night freak show so yeah so you get the idea that Nikki's just like well now that I'm all kick ass and awesome now I'll be able to just like take a Kemi you know, from Nagumo. And I love that scene where he's just going to grab a Kemi and, like, Nagumo's, like, looking at it in slow motion and he goes to that weird negative frame. Yeah. And it's like, the girl is mine. <laughs> and, like, Nikki, it's pretty much what it was, like a weird, like, psionic attack, right? It's like somehow the Chojin being a more powerful demon somehow attacked Nikki's psyche because it doesn't show him touching. You don't even, like, Nagumo doesn't even say those words out loud. It just says, the girl is mine. And Nikki's just like, oh, 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 oh. And then there's Nagumo who's just like, the he's like, hey, you can't just, you know, go around grabbing people. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fine. I'll just fuck these other bitches. Come on, bitches. <laughs> and then it was like, there's another scene I think is really like weirdly sad. I like how like they can, it's like, yeah, this movie is exploitive, but at the same time, it does show the horror of these actions. Like, because when Nikki is like fucking those girls and like, like kind of punishing them because he's just so obsessing over a Kemi and like fucking that Gomo. Like, and he's like squeezing that one chick's tits so hard. And she's like, it hurts, it hurts. I think they do a good job at showing, like, how it's, you know... Well, because it was sad. It was sad how she yeah. was getting, like, you know... How horrible it was. And then he, like, saw her face as a Kemi, like... I mean, I like how crazy Nikki was, dude. <laughs> Nikki's pretty fucked up. Fucking fucked up, man. But then again, he cut off his own dick for supreme power. You would have to be... It's like before you go Columbine, <laughs> you got to be Japanese. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what did I just say? Yeah, I don't know why these guys are going around shooting up high schools. Why don't you just cut off your dick, set yourself on fire, and make a statement? There's something clearly in the water in Japan. You know, I've been watching these movies like I guess for years, and it's just there's something. I keep on sitting there going, like, "Man, the Japanese people ain't right." That's probably oh, a narrow God. a narrow way to see it, but it it's is. like, man. Like some of their imagery is like so far out there, like nuts. Like they got the used panty vending machines. Oh yeah, that's it's nuts. It's yeah, but it's I mean a combination. You just take all that stuff and put it, you know. That's just everywhere. I'd say if anything, they're just more out in the open. Like they're culture. Maybe if America was more out in the open, I mean, well, they have the those people. Of the they were more. Too. We are just now <laughs> getting a lot of homosexual references all over TV. They've had it all over TV. For generations, you know what I mean. It's like we, we could yeah. be there. Give us another thirty years 
Well, with, yeah, but well, we have well, I'm more. Just we have more shame, I think. I don't. We but, don't have any. But they're honor. completely <laughs> shameful. Yeah, because they have. Uh, that's the honor thing. Like the brings in the thing. shame, and you know, and all that. is it different? But it also regulates people's behavior. Where you know, is oh, it that's a different through like the religion. Yeah. It's just religion. We're gonna get cultures. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting deep. Yeah. Opening up the. <laughs> Actually, we should probably hurry up. So yeah. so okay so <laughs> so basically so Nikki kidnaps Akemi and. Uh, and uh, she had some of Nagumo's sperm on her face, so he was able to like lick that. And then his dick goes all like huge tentacle big, and they like run away to a uh, like a warehouse, like a I don't know something of a like a building, like they're a construction site or whatever. And Nagumo's eyes are red just because the Chojin's kicking in. Like nobody takes the woman; she is mine. <laughs> And so Nikki and Nagumo have this crazy cool fight, uh, which was one of my favorite animated pieces of the. Once again, this movie holds some of my favorite. Like, you want to look at the history of anim, just animation. Period. To me, this has some of the best animation I've ever seen. Just when it comes to some character movements, like when when okay, so Nikki. Nikki like releases a bunch of to like a uh, bunch of like uh, steel girders onto uh, Nagumo because Nagumo is such a nice guy. I don't think he knows how to just turn into a Chojin, right? So it's always he always has to like die or something, right? He needs to die or something to become the Chojin. The Chojin, the demon has to take over to make sure the body survives or something. So the Chojin comes out. And Nikki's able to also get some of the blood, which if we remember the basketball player got some of the blood and became a monster. So he was able to get the blood and become another monster, which he had those weird hind legs that were like like inverted hind legs. And just the way he would like skitter to it like back and forth. I mean was, that movement was just like ah, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, doesn't he like he bites through one of the tentacles or something? Yeah, to but get the, the Japanese, blood? I mean, that reminded me of something like out of Silent Hill, where they are able to do this kind of like nightmarish reconfiguration of humanoid, you know, parts. And they always do biology, like, and it's a know? constant morphing. It's like, yeah. it doesn't stop in a I mean, weird I've way. I've seen video games, I've seen movies, like, all their stuff is like, they go right for the nightmare center of the brain. Nightmare center. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's like, uh, like that's why I'm always like, I mean, cartoons in a way, it can hit something that we can never do in a movie, you know? Movies, and they rely on the metaphors, they rely on the whatever. We're a cartoon. If the animators are good enough and they got whatever, they could just show you this nightmare image. I remember, uh, just a quick second, there's a, sh- a movie called, not a movie, a short called Mermaid Forest, where it's about uh, if... It's about if you can eat the uh, if you eat the flesh of a mermaid, you'll be immortal. So there's these immortals that are going around looking for more flesh or something like that. And there's like a little boy who turns out is actually an immortal. But there's a scene where this dude like he's like, is, "Are you all right?" And he bends down to the little boy, and the little boy just jabs his finger right into the dude's eye. I mean, so the Japanese people they know how to animate horror like right from the get go. I like how everything goes to a blue, and they'll always do like a weird black haze at the top or bottom just to almost like widescreen you in a little bit more you know just yeah, to kind of so focus like you yeah. yeah just to focus you in a little tighter on it so so the Chojin kills uh, Nikki and uh, 
you know, Nagumo regains consciousness, and he's just like, what the fuck did I do? I killed Nikki! Ah. So he's running out butt-naked down the street, covered with blood. <laughs> and Akemi runs after him, and uh, Amino's just like, I don't get it. You know, the Chojin's supposed to unite us all. He's just killing everybody. I don't fucking get it. Uh, Akemi finds uh, Nagumo, I don't know, like at a hotel or something like that. She just like wanders. Somehow she finds him in a hotel. Yeah. In a locker. With the biggest Was it in the ever. school? He was in a locker. Well, I thought they were like in some sort of a hotel. It was, room there was a bed. Yeah, I thought there was some. It was something of a hotel room. Yeah, I don't know. If she like followed the spots. Yeah, I agree with you there. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like Nagumo, Nagumo, I love you. It doesn't matter if you killed Nikki, and he starts to cry. Greatest love story. <laughs> the first time Akemi says she loved Nagumo, they've been fighting monsters, getting raped, to and fro finding out all this stuff and so they have to have sex right for real the vaginal sex. real vaginal they've only like started to like nibble on each other and then a demon would come and like fuck you Nagumo or whatever and take a Kemi away or something <laughs> so yeah so this is the first time they're gonna have actual sex and of course like in all males that triggers the demon and that is also another to me that's like another like to me that's a horrifying <laughs> moment because it is like really like it is like sweet and sensual until they start to really go to hard fucking and then his eyes start to glow red and then he starts to like get like a sinister smile and he's like I mean that was like holy fuck you know he's turning into the Chojin Totally Chojin's out. Yep, he Chojin's out. Yeah, starts to fuck her way harder, and then the orgasm that like destroys, destroys the, the world. world. <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah. Which can be heard on a Rob, I don't know which Rob Zombie album, I don't know if it's Astro Creep 2000, but that whole, like, when she goes, <gasps> you know, she has that gasp of air, and there's that... <laughs> all those crazy sounds. Yeah, I don't effects. know what that is. I don't even know if I've heard it. Probably. Really? Yeah. I didn't recognize it. And, uh... So, yo, yeah, basically find out that, uh... Yeah, so the Chojin is actually not a demon that's going to destroy... Well, he's not going to destroy the world or remake the world. He's not even the Chojin, but what it is is Nagumi is a demon that's going to destroy... Like, like him and Akemi are the makers of the new reality, right? The old reality must go... So, so as soon as Nagumo and Akemi uh, had uh, sexual intercourse, and so they started reality over again. So, so Akemi like disappears to be like put away safely for the time uh, where they're going to give birth to the new reality, the Chojin. The Chojin is actually the new reality. It's not Nagumo. Nagumo is just like the father demon that is going to make way. He needs to destroy the three realities. So as soon as that happens, it's like there's sex. It destroys, like right now we have the bonds of reality. We have the vibrational walls that keep us separate from the actual dimensions. So there's sex, like bro- breaks those walls. So the half demons and the demons are now in the demon or in the human world. That way the Chojin can destroy all three realities. And, uh, so, um, I'm sorry. Well, just real quick to clarify. So, Akami and Nagumo are the parents of the, the, Chojin. the Chojin. Yeah, the Chojin will be the new reality. 
okay. uh, that has given birth. So yeah, it was. It is. This is like a creationism tale. This is like a, a revelation and creationism tale. Like the, I don't know. I just think this is like one of. I mean, how how can you not have a better love story than that, <laughs> where your love is going to end the world and create the new world? I mean, that's fucking love, goddamn it. That is like fuck Romeo and Juliet. That, it's like this is beyond universes. This is beyond all existence. You know, this is this is great. Uh, it's like so. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. If we just want to get into wrap up, I guess that's Legend of the Overfiend Legend right of the there. Overfiend, it's epic. It is epic. Those were penises. Yeah, were penises. <laughs> wow, I was just uh, sitting here like for the last half hour, like listening to you recap this movie, and I'm like, oh my god, I still have no idea what the fuck is going on. Like even as you're explaining it to me, it's like that stuff. It's just. The whole movie is like completely incomprehensible, and it uh, no. But this is just me, okay? Like I've had this problem with uh, with Japanese anime. I think since the beginning, uh, I always felt like there's something that I'm, I I think I'm a relatively intelligent guy, but there's some stuff like this. I'm just like I just don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know if it's uh, partially because just you know. Chojin, 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 Chojin. Like, what the fuck is a Chojin? All the way through this movie, I had Travis explaining to me what was going on. Like, I'm a fucking idiot, because you are, or at least I was. When watching this, I'm like, wait, who is this? Is this that character again? What's he doing here? Why is he doing this, and how is this happening, and whatever? Travis, to his credit, understands this stuff and could explain it so there's a lot of people who i think appreciate this stuff i'm not one of them i'm just i cannot get into it i don't know what the deal is but i sit there go like i just uh, it's like blowing my brain out with like i just can't follow it at all and uh or it doesn't appeal to me or something i do appreciate the idea that you know the artwork on display is uh Sometimes interesting, sometimes, uh, you know, very interesting and creative. Uh, there's a lot of creative things happening, but they just seem to be happening for the hell of it. Uh, stuff just happens without any kind of rhyme, reason, or whatever. And, you know, as I was sitting there watching it, I'm like, it doesn't even feel like we're going anywhere. It just feels like shit's just happening for the sake of now stuff's going to happen. And eventually, there's going to have to be a confrontation with the the villain who you don't you're not even sure he's a villain until like halfway through the I don't know uh, this type of storytelling I don't know it just it didn't appeal to me if you listened to the last half hour and you thought that that was like I gotta fucking see this then Legend of the Overfiend is definitely something you have to go out and find today but if you sat and listened to that and you're still here well I guess that means you gotta go listen to go find it Yep. The rest of you all checked out a while ago, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's uh, yeah. I would, I guess, you know, I don't know. It's tough because I recognize it like it's a cult thing. I recognize that you know things don't become cult things like this does, and you know, I think without something, and in this case, I think it's the 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 graphic, you know, quote unquote graphic sexuality probably is the the thing that makes it stand out. It was maybe the first. Uh, yeah, this is like the Halloween yeah. of this type of, of hentai movie. That's or why whatever. this is the only one to watch. Yeah. Like, everything else is like cheap, like just obscenity. It's just so like, guess, that's obscene. <laughs> I, re- I mean, I guess I recognize that, and for that, you got to give it like a point or two, you know? 
but uh, overall, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you know if 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 you share my frame of mind, then you probably wouldn't you know, watch this movie. Damn it, Colin! You stole my bit. Uh, <laughs> I was totally going to point that out. That if you are still listening to this podcast, then obviously you're interested in this type of thing. That said, um, if you're going into it looking for animated porn, you're not going to get that. What you're going to get is a pretty epic, fantastic story, I think. Uh, Yeah, it's hard to follow at times, and I think that it does take multiple viewings, which, Travis, you obviously have watched this more than once. Um, But, like, I would like to watch it again. Uh, This first time around, I was... Okay, the first anime... Like movie, I can remember being introduced to the whole genre was Akira, and after seeing that, like I remember just being lost in the the imagery, (laughs) you know. And by the end of that one, I was pretty confused too. But like this one, I think does that on the same the same uh, the. Sorry, <laughs> I was being distracted. Uh, th- th- this movie, I think, does that on the same uh, level as Akira or like Steam Boy or you know uh, Howl's Moving Castle or whatever it is. Uh, it's like you're watching this film, and uh, I d- I don't know. I like the animation. I like the the style that it's in. Um, I like almost the at times it feels like almost like stop motiony. You know, I like the like all of that. It's it's an older style, obviously, but it seems like when I watch it, I think about the animators and what they had to go through to create this, and it just seems more impressive that they're able to pull it off. And this movie uh, delivers all of that imagery, story, and then boobs. I mean, if they're <laughs> animated boobs, but and even like the you know the the penises in this movie without the little you know without the little soldier's cap on you they they just look like tentacles so it's not it's nothing it's not it's really not that erotic if anything it's horrifying more than it is erotic for yeah, I'd love that. for sure <laughs> if you're turned on by that there's nothing wrong with the animators yeah i mean and that, like even the the semen doesn't look like you know it's not real although there is this one scene where it looks as if there are like giant semen shooting semen which is pretty fucking awesome <laughs> like this demon is so powerful that even his sperm has sperm that's that's, that's kind of cool right um but i would definitely i would say i would recommend this film to anybody that's still listening congratulations uh go check it out and then i would say watch it a couple times because the first time you're probably not gonna get it i mean it takes multiple viewings but i think it's worthwhile i think it's i was pleasantly surprised i i thought we were going in for some sort of raunchy you know animation animated porn movie but it really wasn't that i mean i think there's there's bigger subjects going on here bigger storylines so i like it what can I say? Well, I mean, this movie wasn't as bad as I, I thought it would be. I mean, as far as, like, from, like, the... I thought it was going to be, like, a true, etchy, you know, with, like, crazy. It was a bit tamer than uh, what uh, what I was expecting, which, I mean, it was a good thing. So, you know, I don't 
necessarily want to be like sitting down here seeing a bunch of like you know. Um, <laughs> I would, or do you? <laughs> but uh, I, I was, I'm not a fan of the animation style. Um, but that's that's just me. They, this um, is the same. Just uh, this is the same critique you leveled against the last animated movie that we watched, which was Angels and Demons. Yeah, <clears throat> and I mean that's the thing when it comes to animated movies. Like for for me, um, you know, it's it's like I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe it's not, not snobbish, but. Ooh. Not snobbish. That's not the word I'm looking for. Um, but animation style has a lot. Like, if I like the animation style, then I'm going to get drawn into the movie. But if I if I don't like the animation style, like, for whatever reason, like, in this case, it's, like, reminiscent of the, you know, like, the 80s. I just don't really like the 80s animation style. There's just something to it that I just didn't like. Um, I've seen my fair share Mind you, and I just you know, I prefer a different. There's many different animator styles, but when it comes to Japanese anime, so you know, like the the '80s animation style, I, I tend not to like. But like, I mean, like I really hate like Aeon Fluxes, like Ugh. animation style. I can't fucking stand You're crazy. that. Like if fucking I see crazy. that, I check out immediately. So You're brilliant, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Peter Chong I mean, taught me how to draw better. Just by watching his cartoons taught me how to draw. But I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> it, it it is a barrier for me. That being said, I mean, I, I watched this movie and I paid attention as much as I could. Um, it is super fucking confusing, but it's, it's only just three worlds. Three. Worlds. Uh, it's just it's, <laughs> it's just fucking weird, man. It's just fucking well, weird. Yeah, it's weird. I'll give you that. And it's just fucking weird. And but I mean, a lot of that stuff's kind of. I mean, some of that stuff's kind of weird. Like you know, demon cities and your fucking ninja scrolls and you got it. I mean. Dude, oh, they're awesome. Curse I, of the Undead Yoma. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I I, like I, you know, when I was younger, I, I watched a lot of the, the weird ones. And, you know, like, I mean, when it comes to anime, you know what you like and you know what you don't like. And, I mean, I, that, I stayed away from this shit because it's fucking weird. I don't like that style of anime. I don't like that sense of violence. I mean, when it comes to anime, I come to like it, you know, like I'm like more of the... You're weird, like romantic comedies, or you're like you know sci-fi fantasy stuff. Um, not the weird horror, just like creepy monster demon stuff. That it's just confusing to me. Like, um, I mean that that's just me. It's not really. It's not as much of a hente as I thought it would be. I mean, this movie version is, and I'm sure, like, you put the OAVs together, they put the sex scenes back in, it probably would be. But, uh, I would, I, I, I would pass. And, um, if, if you listen to this podcast and you're into that and you want that crazy thing, then go, I mean, go, go, go seek this out. Go seek out, you know, Demon City and go seek out those other things. But for me, it's definitely a no. No. 
crazy. <laughs> this movie is like, I don't know, one of the best. Just one of the best. I remember I was saying earlier about how when I first started, I mean, I'm a cartoon fan, just through and through. Uh, it takes a lot for me to be like, I don't like that cartoon style. It takes a lot. Like, it's got to be like cartoon animation for TV from the like 60s for me not to like it, you know? Like the Three Stooges, you know, that sort of thing. Not Rocky Bullwinkle. That was awesome. But There's a cartoon Three Stooges? Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> it was bad, trust me. Yeah. So, when I found cartoons that were growing up with me, you know, like, because it, it's hard when you start watching movies, what do you have that really, uh, like, go past the boundaries of what you can experience? You got your Spielberg movies, you got some Zemeckis movies, you got a few George Lucas movies, you got your, like, you know, a few, uh, 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 damn it, uh, Alien. James Cameron. Alien. Oh, really? Yeah, Scott. yeah, you're like Ridley Scott movies, you know, those things were all pushing the boundaries of like what you've seen in a movie, like environments and whatnot. But like, no matter what, you'll never get to where you can go with a cartoon, ever. You'll just never, because you don't need to hide anything. You don't need to, you can just be like, boom, here we are in a location. Boom, here we are in this situation. Boom, here we, you know, uh, budget's no not a problem. So, just to see how, like, you know, when you got older, you know, G.I. Joe, Transformers, all that shit only lasted a few years. And just so finding anime from Japan just at that time in my life, like, I don't know, it's just what, it's just like what the doctor ordered in a weird way. Like, if anything getting into all these cartoons has left me cold to when Power Rangers and Pokemon did become big and they started selling anime like manga like now manga manga is now sold in Barnes and Nobles but none of this adult stuff none of it you know almost none of the adult titles are collected and sold in America uh, for some reason where it's like I don't understand they were making money off of all this anime in the early 90s you know, there's stuff like Crying Freeman. Have you ever heard of Crying Freeman? That's Didn't they like, make a movie out of that? I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm sure Mark they did. Cascos was yeah, there. Cascos. Crying Freeman. That's more about just like an assassin who cries, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he cries when he kills people. I don't know. <laughs> but like, there, there's Battle Angel that James Cameron's been talking about making into a major motion picture. There's like a whole sea of these adult animations that for some reason like were huge and then like went away and like went away. Like, 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 you can't even, you know, it's hard to search for them. Um, even this Blu-ray is starting to become hard to find. And the unedited versions are, are certainly, you know, you got to at least spend $100 on any format of the unedited versions just to get it. Um, this movie, I can understand how people say it's confusing, I guess. I mean, I can see how, I mean, the editing is a little... Because they took three three movies and edited it together, I can see how it's a little, you know, weird. But I don't know. I think it flows pretty natural. Uh, I think it's definitely tamer. It's been a long time since I, I've watched the unedited version. And, yeah, the movie version is a lot tamer than I remember it being. Like, a lot tamer. I'm almost like, man, we didn't get, like, nobody got to experience the craziness that, you know, <laughs> that, like, everybody expects from it. 
Um, I chose for us to watch the English adaptation just because I've always found it goofy. Like, I don't know if that's kicking me in the ass now. I don't know if maybe everybody would have maybe found the story more, like, easier to follow if they were, like, reading the ideas instead of just hearing people say the words. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you're just taking that. Yeah. You're taking that shot when you're showing like a movie, like that's number one foreign, number two like of a certain genre, number three edited. You know, to yeah, fit like yeah, a yeah, yeah. plus the voice actors are nothing. No, nothing. Even though I do like, like I said, by the end of it, I mean I love the chick that plays Akemi. You know, I love how she's like Nagumo, Nagumo. I just love her what voice. What was that crazy, one crazy. girl who said? Yes, yes, take me. Oh now. yeah, said, yeah, take me now, Osaka. Do me now. <laughs> so like, you did it better than she did. Oh yeah, I probably did. They always ended each sentence as if it were a question. Yeah. <laughs> Even though like there are statements. It's weird. And I just, uh, I've always appreciated something that's going to go extreme. Like, I'm not, like, into crazy movies, necessarily, that show extreme stuff. But, like, watching in a cartoon or a comic, like, lessens the blow in a weird way. You know, it's not so crazy, because it is just a cartoon version of it. The idea is still there. And I remember when I did watch this, it was just to, like, I was getting into all the, I just want to fucking catch some, you know, crazy killing and some crazy boobs and some cartoons, you know? And when I actually came across this, it took me a few times to, like, finish this movie. Like, from the first time I watched it as a kid, I'm just like, this is fucking crazy! You know, I just, like, I couldn't get into the story when I first started watching it, but I remember the day I did, like, I finished it all the way through, and I'm like, oh my god, it's about the end of the fucking world and the rebirth of it? I just thought... To, I mean, to this day, this is one of my favorite stories of all time. Like, almost like, I don't know, to me, I, I like compare a lot of things to this story because I'm just like, dude, you can't, nothing gets better than having your main character who is supposedly the hope for the universe end up being the destruction for the universe, but then also finding out he is the hope for the universe. It's like, it's, it's like nobody's getting the ending they wanted, but they're still getting the ending they knew they were going to get, you know? It's like, they're just getting it in a different way they expect it. Just like a genie, right? A genie's going to grant your wish, but mm. it's always going to be like in some fucked up version, the monkey's paw or whatever the hell. <laughs> a fucked up version of what you thought it was going to be. Uh, I've never tracked down the original comic books of this. I don't know how long the original comic books went on for. Uh, I'm not even sure um, how many years or how many issues. Just this one story. Because in the other... Yurosuke Doji's, I mean, they do go around to, like, Amino Jaku, like, trying to survive in the world. You know, just to try to make it through the next world. There's a new one out that I haven't even seen called Yurosuke Doji, The New Saga, and I think that's Amino Jaku, why he's still on Earth waiting to find the Chojin. Just, like, different adventures. So they kind of... Even though, like, I don't know, I haven't... None of the other Yurosuke Doji's have this same feel because this is like the definitive story where the other ones do feel like it's just kind of like the sex for obscenity you know or like all your stories in this movie so I say see the damn movie of course Uh, I say if you really want to like get a treat see the unedited version just to know that you've watched like one of the fucking craziest things ever like created by man for (laughs) your viewing pleasure um yeah, uh, I will always love this movie forever. And it's one of those things where you got to be careful about who you introduce it to because you never know. You just never know, you know. Like I've 
<laughs> you know, especially a female friend. You know, I've I've had plenty of friends where I was just like. No oh, man, she'll probably like the. You know, it's fucking crazy. You know, we talk about horror movies. We talk about whatever. And then she's like, "Wait, this is one of those ones where people get raped all the time." I'm like, "I'll shut it off." <laughs> it's, it's one of those. It's yeah. It's for your you know whoever can take it. You know, it's not for everybody. But if you like it, if you like those sort of things, if you like those grindhouse movies, if you like to see extreme things, just to say you saw it. And you don't have to worry about... Like, to me, this is a hundred times better than any porno because nobody had to ask a real person to do anything. You know, to me, that's a way cleaner process than any of that shit, you know? As long as... You know? Yeah. Because that's creepy, really, when you think about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the real... Yeah, that's the real deal. I guess there's a difference when we were talking obscenity and pornography earlier. I'm drunk. So, yeah, it's... You're on so dookie doji. You're on the legend of the overfiend. Next week, Brent is going to show us a movie. Brent, what are you going to show us? I am. Uh, well, it's you know I was thinking about it, and it's nothing that you guys are expecting. We're going to go completely into left field here. Oh, here we go. We're going back to my childhood, and we're going to watch Flight of the Navigator. Holy shit. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crazy cool. So that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. Until then, you can check out all of our past reviews. Man, we review movies every goddamn week. We've been doing it for like 60-odd weeks now in a row. And you can check them all out on your favorite podcast channel, including iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbay FM, TuneIn Radio. You can go to our website, which is SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com, and you can get a hold of us on our Facebook page, which is Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then, we're going to have some kind of outro from Legend of the Overfiend, and here it is coming up right now. <laughs> 